You've already invested in yourself to increase your income potential and your business is doing fine. What's next? As entrepreneurs, it's natural to want to pour as much money as we possibly can back into our companies. Perhaps surprisingly, however, this isn't always the best option. In the same way you've been told to never invest in one stock, it's not always a wise choice to put 100% of your extra money back into your own company either. There's a lot of power in diversification. And while your own business is likely to generate the best returns, there's a lot of value in investing elsewhere as well. Rather than investing a lot of time and money in learning how to pick stocks only to make less money, which I'll explain in a minute, I have one investment that is ideal for entrepreneurs and really isn't that complicated to get started. That investment is called index funds or ETFs, and they offer plenty of benefits that you can't get anywhere else. In this article, I'm going to cover these benefits in detail, share my own personal portfolio, and explain how you can get started. What actually are index funds and ETFs? You can kind of think of these like baskets of stocks that cover a specific market index. For example, an S&P 500 index fund would contain a tiny piece of all 500 companies in the S&P 500 index. Rather than having to buy and manage shares of each one of these individually, which would not only require a lot of money, but would also cost you 10 transaction fees, you can buy a smaller piece of all of them at once. Index funds and ETFs are essentially the same thing, but trade a bit differently. ETF stands for Exchange Traded Funds, and you can buy and sell these just like you would any other stock. Index funds, however, are a mutual fund managed by a brokerage. This means your purchase is priced in at the end of each trading day. There are slight advantages and disadvantages to each of them, but the underlying fundamentals are the same. You are buying a tiny piece of every company in the underlying index. Note that there are many different index funds and ETFs available for purchase, and I will illustrate these later when I share my personal portfolio. Why are index funds and ETFs such great investments? There are a number of key benefits for index investing, so let's get into them. 1. Most professionals won't outperform the market index. This one's the most important considering that the sole purpose of investing is to make as much money as possible. Less than 2% of professionals will outperform the market index for any extended period of time. These are people that spend all day analyzing stocks with technology, insights, and tools that the average person will never have access to. It just doesn't make sense to try and pick and choose stocks if you're more likely than not to make less money, especially since there are a number of other important benefits that index investing offers as well. 2. Index investing requires very little time. If you're busy running your own business, you probably don't have time to spend analyzing stocks, keeping up with trends, or trying to find those hidden gems you hear about from time to time, which most of the time don't even outperform the market index anyway. Index investing is simple. I have my entire portfolio split up between four ETFs. When I make purchases twice a month, I simply check to see which ones I need to purchase more of and place the order. The whole thing takes less than 10 minutes each month. Once you've decided what funds you want to hold in your portfolio, which I'll discuss later, then you really don't have to think about it much anymore. The savings on both time and headaches are astronomical. 3. Low fees. When you invest in actively managed mutual funds, you'll usually have to pay high fees for the work involved. This is typically referred to as the fund's expense ratio. The fees are often a percentage of your total investment. For example, a $10,000 investment into a fund with a 0.5% expense ratio would have an annual fee of $50. And for your investment doubled to $20,000, that fee would become $100, assuming the fund's expense ratio hadn't changed. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it can really make a big difference, especially over a long period of time. Typically, actively managed funds have an expense ratio of around 0.6 to 0.7%. Index funds usually have an expense ratio of around 0.1% or lower. If you were to invest $25,000 into the market and let it grow for 30 years at a 10% return, the difference becomes clear. With a 0.1% expense ratio, you'd have around $424,000. With a 0.6% expense ratio, you'd have around $370,000, making a difference of over $50,000. Needless to say, the expenses can very quickly add up to a lot of money. 4. There's much less risk. Because you're buying a very large number of stocks, there's much less risk than if you were to pick and choose stocks individually. As I record this, the world is being hit with COVID-19 and entire industries are falling apart. Companies are going bankrupt and their stock is in freefall. 
When you hear people losing all the stock market, it's always because they chose to pick and choose individual stocks. The fact of the matter is, the market as a whole has always recovered. It may be down for years at a time, but if you don't sell out when it's at its low, chances are you're getting money back. This isn't to say the stock market will always be some magic investment vehicle that will spit out money for you, but index funds are about as safe as it can get in terms of um, you know, buying stocks anyway. Your risk is spread out across hundreds or thousands of companies in every major industry. My personal ETF portfolio and how to choose yours. As mentioned earlier, I'm happy to share my personal investment portfolio. It's plain, boring, simple, and it works. Vanguard Total Stock Market ETF, 58%. Vanguard Total International Stock ETF, 25%. Vanguard Real Estate ETF, 7%. And Vanguard Total Bond Market ETF, 10%. There are a few things to keep in mind with this. First of all, um, BND is a bond fund and VNQ is a REIT fund, which are a bit different than stocks. To learn more about bonds are and how they work, um, watch this YouTube video I'm going to link to in the description and explains it pretty well. Typically, people increase the percentage of bonds they have in their portfolios that get closer to retirement, as bonds are as, excuse me, as bonds are far less volatile than, than stocks are. I'm totally stumbling over myself here. Anyway, because I'm so young, I keep my percentage of bonds very low. Second, the refund isn't strictly necessary, it's only a personal preference. When choosing your portfolio, there's really only a few decisions you need to make. One, what percentage of your portfolio you want to keep in bonds. If you're more risk adverse, you want this higher. If you can weather market drops without panicking, you may want to keep this lower. A common rule of thumb is your age in bonds or your age in bonds minus 10. So for example, if you're 35 years old, you'd have 35% or 25% of your portfolio in bonds if you want to follow this rule. Two, what percentage of stocks you want to have in an international versus US fund? I've settled for making it 25% of my total portfolio. I may bet on up to 30% sometime in the future though. Three, anything else you want to carry. If you're going to stray away from the primary stock funds, it would be best if you didn't make the large percentage of your portfolio. How to get started. To get started investing in index funds or ETFs, you'll need to open an account with a brokerage. This process is pretty simple and can be done in less than 20 minutes. You may have noticed earlier that all my ETFs are purchased through Vanguard. I highly recommend Vanguard because they're a nonprofit with some of the lowest expense ratios in the industry. They have many more funds than what I've already mentioned here, and in six years of working with them, I've never had any problems at all. After signing up and verifying your information, you'll transfer money from your bank to your brokerage. After it's arrived, you're free to begin investing on the next trading day. That being said, there are some minimums you'll have to adhere to. For ETFs, the minimum purchase is one share. The most expensive ETF I mentioned earlier is VTI, which is trading at around $145 at this time of recording. For the equivalent index funds, the minimum investment is $3,000 per fund. All in all, the quicker you get started, the better. The biggest factor when determining how much money you'll make in the stock market is time. The quicker you can begin investing, the more you'll make as your earnings compound. Achieve financial independence and retire early. Believe it or not, it's actually possible to live entirely off the income the stock market produces for you and safely be able to retire early if you choose to do so. If financial independence or early retirement is something that interests you, I have an entire course on the subject that I'm currently selling for $97. Not only does it go into all the investment strategies in more detail, it will also help you to develop a plan to cut your living expenses, structure your life to accelerate retirement, and adjust your life after you get there. The fact of the matter is, retirement in your 30s and 40s really is possible, but it takes a smart strategy to achieve that. My course is definitely not any sort of magic, you know, get rich quick, um, thing that's going to get you there straight away, but it will give you all the information to kind of structure your life so that does become a possibility down the, the road. Anyway, you can you can learn more about it by visiting jsbcalisterland.com forward slash retire. Conclusion I don't really believe in the concept of passive income, but investing in index funds or ETFs is about as passive as it can get. While you should always invest in your own education and skill set first alongside your business, there's a lot of benefits that investing in the stock market can bring as well. Just like you wouldn't put all of your money into only one stock, it's safer and smarter to diversify your earnings elsewhere too. In this article, I hope I've made the case on index investing and the benefits it could provide to you as an entrepreneur. 
This is something I've been doing myself since the day I turned 18, and I have a lot of experience with it today. If there are any questions I can answer for you, please do not hesitate to let me know. To your success, James McAllister.